Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. I mentioned a, an interesting story about how the Commerce Department is saying biotech and AI restrictions could follow these uh, U.S. curbs on, on semiconductor export uh, sales. So that's something that we'll be looking at a little bit more closely later on. Intel is pledging to cut costs in a big way as it weathers a slump in PC demand. The news comes after Intel reported that revenue for the prior quarter dropped 20%. Joining us now is Ian King, Bloomberg News, U.S. semiconductor reporter. There's so much going on here. The market loves cost-cutting, so it's one of the reasons why we, we see that um, Intel, a company you can't really ignore, it has $60 billion in revenue, so you certainly can't ignore that. And the stock is up in uh, after hours. Uh, tell us what you found compelling about the earnings from Intel. Yeah, I mean, coming into this, the question was, well, was Pat Gelsinger, the CEO's prediction that the third quarter would be the bottom? Was was that going to hold up, given all, everything else we were hearing? And the answer was absolutely not. Um, Intel was able to rescue itself in terms of today's announcement by saying, yes, we were wrong. Uh, things are worse than we thought. And this is what we're going to do about it, as you pointed out, Brian. The market loves um, cost cuts, loves uh, a, a sense of reality. And, uh, you know, that was definitely what was on offer from Intel today. But again, it's another semiconductor company just coming out and saying the same thing, really, ultimately, that uh, demand essentially has gone off a cliff. Uh, you're absolutely right, particularly with regards to what's going on with the computing industry, Rish. I mean, it, it's totally the case. I mean, you've got to remember that this is a cast of characters, these CEOs with a few notable exceptions who are telling us that the industry is on a rocket ship, things are different this time. Before you know it, we're going to be a $1 trillion industry. And look where we're headed right now. Uh, clearly not the case. Is this a company that seems like yesterday's story? And do investors just believe that you know, they don't want to be this much exposed to personal computers, which is kind of slipping? I mean, yes and no. I mean, the, the, you're absolutely right with personal computers. There's a big debate on the call today with Intel saying, look, you know, some analysts are saying, look, you've given us this rosy view of the PC industry. How's that working out for you? Um, uh, and aren't we going back to pre-pandemic levels, this kind of 260 million units, um, you know, 
sort of down sort of from where it was a, a decade ago, more realistic view of the world. And Intel was like, well, yeah, yeah, you're kind of right. We're going back down, that's for sure, but not, not that low. So there's this ongoing tension about whether the PC is in the rear view mirror as a growth engine or not. But Intel's yeah. story has been, hey, we're spreading everywhere. And that's not really paying off yet. Quick one. Yep, Ian, just very, very quickly, is it the build-up of inventory, which would be all right because it can clear out, but is it more worrying in the sense that it could be contraction of the economy? Yeah, you nailed it. I mean, that's the biggest concern. I mean, uh, inventory build-up is two-quarter event. A recession is a lot longer than that. Yeah. Still, this company, like I said, has $60 billion in sales. It's a monster. Uh, anyway, Ian, thanks very much for joining us. Ian King, Bloomberg News, U.S. Semiconductor reporter at Bloomberg News. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.